Hey party people, I'm Katie, and welcome back to another episode of Apostolic Audios. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Happy Sunday, we're back with another episode. So this week, I want to talk about a lesson I've been learning recently. So last night at youth group, we had adoration. And if you don't know what adoration is, it's basically um, where um, Jesus is present in the Eucharist and we put him in this um, gold medal. Contraption isn't the right word, but, you know, just help me out here. Just like go along with me. And um, we praise him in his presence. And um, my youth group is really blessed to have musicians and singers that um, help lead us in praise. And it's just a really precious time for me. And I really fell in love with it after um, a retreat I went to in Steubenville called Steubenville Youth Conferences. I said that's so silly. But um, anyways, I love adoration, and I honestly feel closest to God when I'm in adoration. Um, It's one of my favorite forms of praise, and I have anxiety, and I've had instances um, earlier in my recovery, I guess, in my healing, where I'd have the worst anxiety, really high heart rate, um, can't calm down for hours, And then the minute um, the music starts for adoration, it all goes away. And then the minute the music ends, it all came back. Um, Anyways, that's just an example of um, how powerful adoration is for me. Um, So last night, um, I just had a lot of feelings rush over me negatively. Things that I've been trying to push aside and ignore. And... I'm not going to delve into what's really going on. I might someday, but I'm going to give you the lessons I'm learning right now. But basically, um, I just immediately started crying and I was just really upset. And um, I went out for a minute and I talked to one of the adults and then I went back in. And the minute I sat down again... I just felt a rush of peace and then I realized basically I was trying so hard to be right in this situation and basically this has been a really long intro to the lesson of I had been trying so hard to figure out why I was still in the situation I was in when I was being so persistent at being quote-unquote right and doing the right thing Which is important, but I was so persistent on if I'm doing the right thing and I'm doing everything to the best of my ability, then that means that whatever negative situation I'm in, God's going to take away from me. If I do it right, then I'm done. I'm good. Um, He's just, it's just going to disappear. But that's, that's not the case. And because that was my mindset, because I thought that if, um, if I was just right and I followed everything correctly and I was kind and I did everything the way I should, then that would be it. Then the situation would be over and God would take it away from me and then I wouldn't have to worry about it anymore. But no. (laughs) And 
last night I just broke down because I was like, I don't understand why he hasn't taken this away from me. I don't understand why this situation isn't fixed. And I had this epiphany, which I should have had earlier. I don't know why I didn't. But um, if everything in our lives were based on whether we had the ability to be right, then things would be a lot different. (laughs) That was supposed to sound a lot more hard-hitting than it did, but... If God based everything on karma, essentially, on I did this right, you did this wrong, things would be different, man. Karma, you know, there's a lot of debates on karma, but I'm not sure Christianity believes in that. Give me a second. I'm going to do some research. Okay. Christians don't believe in karma because we shouldn't believe that the sum of our works are... Hold on. What did it say? I'm not going to come out here and act like I look know everything all the time. I just want to say that. I use Google a lot. And I use good sources. Don't worry, guys. I'm not, I'm not spreading misinformation. And if I am, the Instagram is at Apostolic Audios. Please correct me. And we will fact check me. I am. Actually, I turned 18. I'm now 18 years old. This is off topic. Anyways, Christians don't believe in karma because... Um, We can't believe that our works equal our worthiness. So, like, the things we do don't make us worthy or unworthy. Which is kind of like the whole foundation of Jesus and Jesus' love for us. So, if my ability to be good in this situation equated for Jesus' forgiveness of my sins and Jesus' love for me... Um, that wouldn't be good because if I were handling the situation not the best, then I wouldn't be worthy of Jesus's love for me and I wouldn't be worthy of the death on the cross. So yeah, karma, when you think about it, we really don't want karma. (laughs) How we act is not dependent on our worth, which, which is rough sometimes because we kind of wish it were because we... It's often not for ourselves, but sometimes we wish that other people, quote-unquote, got what they deserve. But when you're going on this whole analogy thing, well, it's not really an analogy, but if my works don't equate my worth, then I don't deserve anything because the concept of deserving is if I do something good, then I deserve something good. If I do something bad, I deserve something bad. But if my good and bad don't matter, then I don't deserve anything. Which, which sounds bad. And I don't mean this in, like, boundaries and stuff. Like, I th- there's a difference between having a right to something and deserving something. So, like, you have a right to, you know, consensualness and you have a right to privacy and those things. That's not a deserving thing. That's simply, like, human respect. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So, anyways... Back to karma. Although that could have its own podcast episode. If you guys are interested in that. At Apostolic Audios on Instagram. There's also like the whole concept of um, not just short-term karma, like also long-term karma. Like what you do in this life um, dictates like your next life. Which, you know does kind of have some similarities, but, like, it's not, like, it's not, like, the next life, it's our afterlife, but it's also, like, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Hold on. 
Let me do some research. So you know what, guys? We're going to have another episode on karma. I feel like this deserves its own episode. Um, But just for today, um, karma is defined as the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence, viewed as their deciding fate in future existences. So obviously, we believe that this is our first existence on Earth. And the next existence we will have will be the last existence we have. But the concept of karma is saying that I've had a million, not a million, but like I've had a ton of existences before this. I've had lots of lives. I've been different people. And then I'm going to have more lives and whatever. So we obviously don't believe that. But but karma does have some similar concepts as those in the Bible. But they're not the same. Christians don't believe in karma. But in this situation, if we did believe in karma, it wouldn't be good, at least for me. Actually, it kind of would be, but it also wouldn't be because although in this particular situation, it would be good because I am doing the right thing in other situations, it wouldn't be because I don't always do the right thing because I'm not perfect because I am human. And while I was created like God and in his image, I am not God. I am only in his image. So, by default, I can't be what karma needs me to be in order to have a good next existence. So, there's some um, 18-year-old's theology for you for a girl who goes to public school in Connecticut. So, um, if that's kind of malinformed, I'm sorry. But you should do your own research. You should crack open your Bible and you should go research with them theologians. Back to the epiphany that I had in adoration. Okay, so I was sitting there, I was really upset, and then all of a sudden it was, Katie, it's not that you're doing anything wrong, it's that you need to be strong. I did in fact make up a rhyme that kind of just popped out when I said it, and I'm very proud of myself, but um, instead of asking God why my efforts weren't enough for the situation to go away. I should have been asking for strength to persist. What did Jesus do when he was about to be hung? He asked his father. He said, Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Still, not my will, but yours be done. That's Luke chapter 22, verse 42. Jesus had confidence in what God was doing. And although he didn't exactly want it in that moment, he knew that God's will was more than his. And Jesus was literally perfect, so we should, like, listen to him in that. (laughs) What I'm living through right now, it may not be easy and it may not be fun, but I need to have confidence that the way that I'm being guided is right. Because... I have given it to God. I have laid it at his feet. But because I'm impatient as a human, I haven't haven't been trusting that, one, his timing, although it would be much slower than I may be hoping right now, it's right. And that just because I am doing what I need to be doing doesn't mean it's going to rush the process. Because just as much as my works don't declare my worth, my works don't exactly declare the future. I mean, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. They always do in some way. This could have a lot more consequences than it is right now. 
Well, there's positive and negative consequences to everything, but it could have a lot more positive consequences. But just because I'm doing everything I can to handle this the right way doesn't mean it's going to be sped up. Sometimes because I am handling it the right way means it's going to go slower. And so I need to start praying the prayer. Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Still, not my will, but yours be done. My will would for be would be <laughs> for this situation to go by a lot faster. It's seeming like his will is we need to stay here a little bit longer. And I know that there's lessons I can still learn. There's a reason that I am still here. There's a reason that I'm still experiencing this. And you know what? That's okay. So if this sounds anything like you've been going through lately, I invite you to say this prayer with me. Father, if you are willing, take this cup away from me. Still, not my will, but yours be done. Luke 22, 42. Repeat after me. Not my will, but yours. Not my works, but yours. Not my rushing, but the gift of your patience. Not my plan, but yours. God, help me to understand that I'm here for a reason. This is still happening for a reason. This moment is important. No matter how it may feel, I'm here. And there's nowhere I'd rather be than with you. Okay, guys, we covered a lot in today's episode. Um, I'll keep you guys updated on the lessons that God is teaching me in this situation and all the other ones. Um, I hope that you guys take this prayer. You may not need it today, but you may need it another day. Um, I'm going to invite you to write it down, just the verse. Luke chapter 22, verse 42. It's applicable to many situations. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Apostolic Audios. Get in touch with us on our social medias. We'd love to hear from you. Have a blessed week, and we'll see you next Sunday. Keep us in your prayers. You are always in ours.